Welcome to The Block on Live True. I'm your host, Joel Livingston. And I'm Roberta Robinson. On Live True, we will discuss all things life, sports, entertainment, marriage, and relationships. We're going to make you laugh and have thought-provoking conversations at the same time. Remember, your life is your story. Write well, edit often. Hey, Roberta. Before we just get get going, man, uh, I don't know if you saw that that Colorado game versus USC today. Uh, it was it was a thriller, man. Colorado, you know, almost came back. I was fighting for my man Dion. Uh, the score ended up being like forty eight to forty one uh, for the final, you know. And I was looking at it, it was twenty one to zero in the in the, in the uh, at the end of the at the start of the second quarter. Which was crazy, because uh, you know they they lost last week to Oregon, and so you know right now USC came in four and zero, and and they you know, on the hire Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams quarterback at USC. They talking about you know that's potential you know Heisman Trophy winner. So um, so they come in the Boulder ready to play, you know, and 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 what, what Colorado did said yeah y'all y'all got his first half, but they came back second half and ended up with you know forty eight to forty one. Uh, Shador Sanders, you know, he threw for 371 yards. That's a lot. I know. Four touchdowns, uh, one interception. I mean, Caleb Williams threw for 403 yards, uh, six TDs and one interception. So, you know, it's good to see both quarterbacks going back to back. Um, And so one of my kids told me this week as well that, you know, I don't know if you heard, but, you know, uh, Damian Litter, uh, as they call him, Dame Dollar, you know, he got – he got traded this week. Um, he got traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. It was like a three-way trade uh, between Portland, Phoenix Suns, and Milwaukee. So he's going to be playing with Giannis in this up-and-coming season. Um, that's crazy, you know. Uh, really good, you know, point guard, shooting guard. Um, come out of Weber State. You know, I really do like him. He, you know, spent 11 years with Portland. Um, and Portland really hadn't gave him any help. You know, so, I mean, it's good to see him, you know, moving on and, and, and doing something good and have an opportunity to win a championship. You know, sometimes these these players, you know, they jump from, from one team to the next chasing rings. And, and that's one of the things I respected about him was that he really, really tried to stay at Portland. Um, he wasn't about chasing rings, but at some point, you know, if you're not going to give me any help here in Portland to try to win a championship – then I got to go somewhere else. And I think that's kind of where where he ended at. Well, it is October starting tomorrow. I can't believe it. Only 90 days until <laughs> Christmas. Get, so, your re- get ready for your presents. So let me ask you this. Every year, what does October mean? Well, are we talking sports? We're talking sports. Basketball starts. Basketball That's starts. That's right. Basketball starts. Basketball season starts in the month <laughs> of October. Man, it is about to be on. Well, you know, I I, I recently, you know, this year got a new a uh, new opportunity to coach at, at uh, Denton Ryan and in, in Denton. Um, so I'm I'm no longer a a, a Crowley Eagle. I'm a <laughs> I'm a Ryan Raider, and the. The anticipation for the new year, for the new season, uh, is upon us. So October the 25th, 
which is a Wednesday, starts the beginning of our uh, basketball season. That's when that in the state of Texas, uh, you know, for UIL, we can officially have practice after school without you know getting in trouble. Now, man, you got some coaches out there yeah. started practice. <laughs> they've been running <laughs> you know? drills. Yeah, they, <laughs> burpees they've been, up and down yeah, the court. Doing, yeah, they've been doing, they, these days. People yeah. do whatever they have to do Suicide, to try to win. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even do stuff illegal. So, mm-hmm. but uh, but but it's good that we do things right here. At, you know, at Ryan, and so. Um, October the 25th is the day that we'll be practicing after school. And, you know, basketball is the longest, you know, sports um, of the year. And so, man, we'll be going all the way up until, like, you know, February, March. Hopefully March, because in March we'll be, you know, hopefully we'll be competing for the state championship. And so I was looking on the uh, TABC website, which is the Texas Association of Basketball Coaches, and they got us, like, third you know, uh, finishing third in district behind Birdville and the Colony, which, you know, man, you know, we're, we're going to change all of that. Mm-hmm. We're going to change all that, that perspective this year. Um, you know, I'm believing that we're going to come out first and we're just going to be, we're going to rock and roll. Uh, we, we, we have a tough schedule. We got Frisco Heritage. Uh, we got a Houston tournament, uh, Pearl and Dawson, you know, that was strong last year. We have um, Lake Ridge, Mansfield Lake Ridge on the, you know, on the list. So, you know, we, we're gonna we're gonna be good because we're gonna put our kids in some heat early to get ready for district. And so, um, I'm excited. You know, I'm excited. So, just kind of wanted to let to let you know. So, come Go October Raiders. 25th, you hey, be ready, be ready to rock and roll. We go, we'll have an exciting time. Can't believe it already. Uh, I know, right? So, Roberta, what? Tell me a little bit about uh, what you, you know. I know you was kind of looking at some things uh, that happened over the week. Um, tell the audience what, what what were you looking at. Well, my buzzworthy topic this week actually is when music collides with sports. If you've been living under a rock and you haven't had the opportunity to watch the news and watch the last football game against the Kansas City Chiefs. You all got to see the Taylor Swift effect. Um, That's what they're calling it. And that's what everyone is stating and talking about. Instead of just the Kansas City Chiefs, they're talking about what actually happened in one of the VIP booths at Arrowhead Stadium. I had the opportunity to go to Arrowhead Stadium uh, this past year for one of the games. Um, They played uh, the Denver Broncos. It was an amazing experience. If you are not familiar with Arrowhead, it is a live and in-person place. There's lots of yelling and screaming and excitement. I was there um, with a fellow Kansas City Chiefs fan. I'm a Steelers (laughs) fan, but I went and I swear to you, I was a Kansas City Chiefs fan that day. It's so much fun. There's lots to do. There's pictures everywhere. There's fireworks, cannons, lots of noise. In fact, you have to keep the audience down or the crowd down when they're trying to do plays because it gets so electrifying in there. But if you didn't have an opportunity to watch that game, you are missing out on the fact that Travis Kelsey, number what, 87, is now dating Taylor Swift. It is the biggest thing since sliced bread. Right now, she was in the uh, one of the booths with his mom, and she had her, her entourage, and you would have thought she was the biggest football fan I'd ever seen in my whole life. She was pounding windows. She was saying hi. And I, um, you know, they interviewed her afterwards, and they said, how'd you get to this game? And she said, well, Travis, she said, 
I'm so glad you came through. So for some reason, they've been kind of dating for a little bit and this is the way they wanted to present it to the world. And boy, did they present it to the world because it was on every talk show, every sports show the next day. They showed it during the game several times. She wore her infamous red lipstick and she (laughs) even wore his jersey. That's right. That's what you do in high school. You wear the ring. You wear the Letterman jacket. She wore his jersey and she had probably, the lamp. She was in there ready to go. She probably been, ain't been to a football She game. don't even know what a touchdown is versus a home run. Okay. So I was okay. cracking up. Okay, so I was watching I was watching that game, and I was more... I was more curious about the guy that was jumping up and down and hitting the window next to her while they was in the uh, while they was in the in, in the skybox. And I was like, this dude is really into it. He's really into it. So I tried to do a little bit of research on who this gentleman is, and I still couldn't come up with anything. But what I did find out, a little fun fact, is Taylor Swift just came off of a global tour. And if you don't know how much she grossed, her gross sales for this concert was one point four billion dollars it's one of the top grossing concerts of all time now from a relative perspective you know money is different than it was but if you look at it what you know what it was in the past from michael jackson and elton john and the jackson five and all of those concerts she's way up there her only competitive person right now is janet jackson and also beyonce i had the pleasure to go to janet and i had the pleasure to go to beyonce all electrifying concerts, all performing in front of 70,000 people. But what Taylor did is she went to different cities and performed two and three and four nights in a row and sold all the shows out. So with that, they are now calling it the Taylor Swift you know, effect. They're saying that the game against, I believe they're playing the Giants or the Jets this weekend. The Jets. The Jets. They're saying the tickets have... Uh, the ticket sales have gone through the roof because all that people want to see is Taylor Swift and she's wow. not even performing. I want to see so, a football game. I want to see a football game. If you don't know, Joel is a huge Kansas City Chiefs fan and he could care less about the Taylor Swift effect. So that's another a, buzzworthy. I'm, I'm not, what they call it, a Swifty? A Swifty. I'm not a Swifty. Yes, just um, like the Beehive, I'm going to get in trouble. But, you know, you know, it's just funny to see how one person can change the scope of an entire professional organization. Exactly. Let me ask you, okay, so you yeah. say you've been to Janet Jackson. And see, back in the day, I wasn't necessarily a Janet fan. I was more of a, you know, um, what's the what's the what's the other the other pop star at that time? Uh, man, I think we're naming a man. Paula. Paula Abdul. <laughs> Paula Abdul. Yeah, I, I was more of a Paula Abdul fan. Um, it was kind of like Paula Abdul versus Janet Jackson, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson versus Prince. You know, during that time. Um, so you've been a Janet Jackson kind of so you've been a Beyonce kind so you've been to, well you haven't been to Taylor Swift but I know you've seen Taylor Swift um, between the two I'll just say Janet Jackson and Beyonce which one was the most electrifying to where you say you know what I gotta go back again so I'll I'll say it like this Janet Jackson is an icon obviously if you watch people who dance most of the dance moves are coming from Janet Jackson Britney Christina all of them dance like Janet Janet had a, she had four dancers on the stage and she did a couple costume changes and a LED wall behind her. Beyonce had an entire LED wall, which was the size of her stage. She had 75 dancers, a huge live band and lots of props. So if I'm looking, if I'm comparing apples to apples from an entertainment perspective, definitely Beyonce. She came out, she had dancing, she had a tank out there. She had a huge life-size horse 
Um, she had a disco ball. She was flying in the sky for her, uh, you know, wow. her curtain call. So that's something that you can't, you know, compare at all. But now Janet, as I went to her concert, I had a great time because I grew up on Janet. Janet was Rhythm Nation. Janet was Pleasure Principle. She was the one that came out and did a video with her in a chair. Yes. And if that ain't something, then that is something to be. <laughs> you don't need lights. You don't need camera. All yeah. you need is her in a dance studio with one chair. And I still, to this day, practice that. Gotcha, so gotcha. that would be what I would say. You know, that that would be the Janet Jackson effect for sure. <laughs> that had longevity. Yeah, I'm I'm I think concerts I'm more of I'm more about the the singing, the 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 hearing the uh, the artist's voice as opposed to um, the theatrical, you know, uh, endeavors, which I'm not against it, yeah. you know, but I just, I love to hear, you know, some good singing, love to hear some good singing. Well, I was, um, I was watching a, 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 a story, uh, it was on, on TV, I watched a story the other day and, um, something came to mind, you know, and I, you know, I've been writing my, my second book, um, you know, my first book is already out there in stores, don't look back. And I was writing my second book and something came to mind and I wanted to, kind of you know talk to you about it um in this particular scene this one lady she um she was dating this guy and you know it was something that you know she didn't like him like that he was doing you know he was uh, she said he was being dishonest and what it was was that um something came about he was you know he ended up you know getting in trouble working with this one lady and he did not want to tell you know his girl at the time just because you know they had they had threatened her they had threatened hey if um if you don't come work for us that you know we're going to you know do something to your girlfriend so he called himself trying to you know um trying to you know keep her safe not tell her but keep her you know so so he can keep her safe well she was more of it didn't matter what he said it didn't matter um how he said it it was the fact that she felt he was dishonest. You know, it hurt her feelings. And then, so from that point, she never said they was completely broke up. She said that she wanted space. And so in my book, I talk about how, you know, most of the time when when when, when two people are on the fritz and as I said, and they want space, it's mostly the woman that says, hey, I want space. So my thing is, is that is space for you to take time yourself and figure out what you want or you already got somebody else and space is just a word to say hey you know I, I'm really leaving but I'm going to do it in a nice way because I don't want to hurt your feelings well I think uh, twofold I think <laughs> in some instances there are individuals that need space so we'll, we'll call that a spade that's a spade rare. that's very rare but I think in relative speaking for this example and the question that you're asking me, I definitely would say space means there's a possibility of another person. <laughs> and I say this loosely because a lot of times people say they want space and they're doing that to keep the other person, the person they're actually dating still at bay while they find out if the other person is actually go. somebody they want to talk to. Okay. So if you are dating somebody and you've been dating them for a while and you guys are kind of falling off track and you're at that lull stage where you're not really being affectionate with each other and you're not getting compliments, compliments anymore and you're not being the nicest to each other. And then somebody else comes along and gives you the attention that you've been missing. 
hmm, let's see, I might say to that person, I'm using this as an example, I might say to this person, you know what, I feel like we've been a little off track. Maybe I need a little bit of space so that I can see and really understand where our relationship is going. <laughs> In the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, here's Joe over here who's actually telling me I'm attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes the way I look. He laughs at my jokes. We have fun when we're talking. And I'm in my head trying to figure out if I want to give up on the relationship I've given all this time to, or do I actually want to try something new? And I think to hear someone say, I want space is kind of a cop out. It's kind of a way to say, I can take a break without really having to say, I want to take a break. Yeah. It's basically, you know, telling that person, Hey, I'm going to keep you over here where I want you until I can figure out if me dealing with this other person is better or worse than what my current situation is, which I think is BS. You know, I I was um, I was dealing with, with, with a woman a while back, and this is what happened to me. That's how I, 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 fellas, let me tell you something. If a woman says, if a woman says that she wants space, run, because it, it's somebody else. I promise you it's somebody else. And so I was dealing with this lady one time and it was many years ago and she straight out told me, hey, I need space. I need space to think. And I'm like, hey, we're in our 40s. What the hell you need space to think for? <laughs> well, I mean, either, either, either you want it or you're not. Either you, you know, I mean, we was, we was in our 30s at the time. Either you're going to do it or you're not. And so I'm, I'm sitting over here thinking, okay, she wants space. She, she needs time to think. She needs time to just kind of figure out, what, you know, just where her, her life is going, what direction, where are we at, you know, where, you know, where she want to end up with us. You know, are we going to go forward or are we just going to stop or whatever? So this is what I'm thinking in my, in my head. Well, she was still, you know, calling me, you know, in the afternoons. Well, excuse me, calling me in the mornings and stuff. You know, hey, good morning, you know, whatever. So I'm still thinking, okay, well, we still, we're giving each other some room but we're not totally broke up. We're still thinking about, you know, I'm giving her her room to, to think. So I wasn't really calling her as much or whatever. Dad, government come to find out this woman was, was, was sleeping with another dude. And so what, what was crazy was she tried to flip it on me. She said the reason why she was sleeping with the other dude is because I didn't give her the space that she needed. Oh, wow. <laughs> she, she was okay. she she okay. she she tried to flip it on me, and I was just like, wait, wait, what? Like that doesn't make sense, you know. And so, um, in 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 my lifetime, I think that happened to me twice, where you know, a woman asked for space, but then it was really because they wanted to figure out that whoever they whomever they met was better or worse than being with me, and so. Uh, anytime I hear or I, or somebody or a guy says, hey, you know, man, she wants a little bit of space. You know, she's trying to figure out things. She's not trying to figure out nothing. She's just trying to, you know, she's trying to, like, make it an easy way to let you go. Because somebody, like you said, has sparked her interest. And that's really where she wants to go. Yeah, it's really interesting because I've been in situations like this before where you're kind of trying to figure out, like, is this the actual person that I want to spend my time with? Oh, so you so you hit somebody with the space? No, I'm saying you try to figure these things out. Yeah, you probably so. But 
in my particular situation, it was really me trying to understand, are we a good match for each other? But a lot of times it really is someone talking to you to make you think, do I need to even have space? A lot of times you don't even think you need space till someone has piqued your interest to say, Hey, maybe I need space. So I think it's really interesting in the dating world because that's what dating is. Dating is you're finding out if who you want to be with eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, you date other people, you date people at the same time until you're actually official with somebody and you said, I want to make this commitment to this yeah. person. But when you're committed to somebody and you say, I need space, yeah, probably about eight times out of 10, that means the space is somebody with brown hair and blue eyes on the other side. So. <laughs> It's probably more than nine out of ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah that you know, and I always, I always kind of, kind of thought about that. I said, you know, I said, if she says she wants space, it's somebody else. And actually, the second time that happened to me when the when when this woman said, hey, you know, I want space. What I did was I moved around quickly. You know, I went, I went out with somebody else because I said, well, I already know what she's gonna do. Mm-hmm. You know. But what was crazy was she got upset. She found out about it, which, you know, I was like, fine. I mean, we, we weren't together, and, and she had some space. So, because uh, it was only one day. And so I went out, and then she found out about it and was so upset at me. And then it was like there was another knock against me because I went out with somebody else. But I'm like, you gave, you told me you wanted space. So when I, so when I hear that, okay, because that's kind of a trigger. When I hear that, I'm thinking, okay, well, sure, I already know what you're finna do. You, you ready to go. So I went on here and did my thing. And then she came back and wanted to be with me and, and, we want, and wanted to be closer. And so I said, okay, well, evidently she she wants the relationship to work out, wants the relationship to continue. And then two weeks later, she wanted space again. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So what are we doing? Now we're back to the space. I'm not a yo-yo. We can't keep going back and forth. So at that point, I felt like, well, maybe she really do need space. But again, it was because she was trying to figure out. And, and, and you know, and she was honest. What she told me this, she said, hey, she said, I'm, I need the space because I need time to figure out, you know, and, and, and you know what I want. And at the same time, I want to be able to have the opportunity to come back to you. Interesting. So here's my magic question. Does space mean you're broken up? Because I think that's a very fine line. If someone says they need space, does that actually mean you're broken up? Can you actually go out and date? I think this is where the gray, not mm-hmm. the black and white comes into play. And when someone says I need space, if they don't actually tell you that you're not broken up, to me, that doesn't mean you're broken up. So I think that's when that conversation has to be had. If you're in a relationship with somebody and you feel like you want a little break, if I'm in my 40s and someone says, I need a break, okay, we're broken up. We're not, we're, this yeah, ain't yeah, high school. Yeah. I am meeting you at the locker. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't have a class and now we're breaking up. We're not at a break. Space could mean I just need some space to, type, to kind of think. But if you don't talk about the boundaries and you don't talk about what that actually means, you can't get upset at me if I do something this way. There has to be an actual conversation, I feel. It has to be a conversation, but they're not gonna but but most women are not gonna have that conversation. No, because they wanna be, keep because they want their cake and eat it too. <laughs> they wanna keep the sitch. <laughs> they, want, yeah. they want that cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. Because 
you don't know about this new situation. You do know about the current situation. You don't know about the new situation. So if I keep him at bay, at least I have a chance to see what's going on over here. And then if I like it, then I can come back and say, well, you know, it's not going to work out. But like the show, okay, this is what happened is that the next time that that guy do something, that really wasn't the, 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 the straw that broke the camel back. You will bring up something else that happened before because you really want to get out anyway. Yeah, you've been harboring that for a while. You don't just automatically say, I need space. There has to be something that, that kind of floats to that. The other thing is the shiny penny. Is the shiny penny always shiny or is it just look shiny? And then you get to the other side and that grass ain't always greener. (laughs) Underneath it, it's still turning. You know, we've had really hot weather here and the grass ain't green right now. So, um, you know, I think it's it's very brown. And I think (laughs) when you think you want to go across the street to that green grass, you better take another step and see if that manure is right or not. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, I, I, I agree. You know, but why is it that um, why is it that women tend not to just come out and just be direct? Because, you know, men most of the time are direct. Hey, you want to be with me or you don't? I think women, they, you constantly want to feel like you're wanted. Mm-hmm. And when you're in a relationship and someone that you care about and you love doesn't make you feel like you're wanted, you feel like, the, the relationship is tarnished, something's going on, am I not making him happy, is he not happy, and then that's when you get to that point, and every day you're kind of thinking, is this not the right place for me, so I think that's where that comes from. Well then, why not, why not they have that, that, that conversation and say, hey, you know, um, instead, of, instead of saying, hey, we need space, just say, you know what, this is not working out for me initially, and then move on. And that's why they call it men are from Mars, women are from Venus, because we have different communication styles. You know, women communicate differently than men. And I think um, it's one of those things that women can be direct, but they're not always direct. They might say, I want to go to the store, but they might go to four different stops before they actually get to the mall. A guy will say, I'm going to the store to get eggs. And that is it. And he's done it. He's not going anywhere else. A woman might stop four different spots and still have the same outcome, but she doesn't know how, she doesn't express that to the guy. And then you're wondering, and we are we playing a game here? What are we doing? How come you didn't say it? We're not communicating correctly. I think that's just the way that people communicate with each other on from a male or a female perspective. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, it's mostly, you know, I think oftentimes, you know, women, they go around the, 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 the mountain and try to get to that one, get to that one answer. You know, you you going all the way around the world just to try to, you know, tell tell the guy one thing when you could have just told him, you know, straight up. And I think that's where a lot of the miscommunication ends up is because, you know, y'all are still trying to figure out how to communicate to us, and we're trying to figure out how to communicate to you guys. You know, uh, and so that's why I often tell you in my book, like you have to sit down with each other. You have to communicate so you don't be in that situation and be in limbo and wondering, okay, what is she talking about? What does she What does she mean when she say this and, and, and how she say that? And so, like I said, twice that happened to me and I was thinking one thing and they had a, to- <laughs> a whole nother plan for, another, for, for, for something else, you know, which in the end... You know, I was just like, well, why you just didn't, why you just didn't tell me? 
And both of them told me, well, I need to figure out with this other guy. And I was like, wait, what? And and then I felt really stupid because I was like, I'm over here really thinking you need space. You need space. But in actuality, it was another guy. In actuality, it was another guy. And so that's why now, you know, what I, you know, in my book, I tell guys, man, look, if she talks about that, if she, you know, not as attentive, um, and you feel like you've done the best that you could, you you can, it's, it's it's somebody else. Somebody else is getting the time that you wanted, you know, from her, but she's giving it to somebody else. So how do you fix that then? How do you fix the space question? You say you sit down and you communicate. I think that's very true. But if one person doesn't want to speak, how do you fix it? Well, honestly, I think I think the second time it happened, I think that's the way you fix it. I think you you say, hey, look, you know, I'm gonna give you the space that you need, but you put a time limit on it, you know. And then you say, hey, look, you know, I'll give you a couple of days, you know, I'll give you three days or whatever, or, or I give you a week. And after about a week, you still conflicted then I got to move on. I'm going to start dating. And what that does is that puts it puts it back into her court and say, hey, do I really want to lose this guy? Because in about a week, he's serious. Now, the, the, the kicker is when you say that, you have to you hold have firm to, to you it. You better, better you mean better it be firm because to it. she yeah. is going to try what you said. And if in a week come by and you cannot turn around and say, well, you know, okay, I, you know, I, I'll give you another day. I'll give you another another week. No, you stick to it and you say, okay, you call in a week and say, hey, you know, hey, babe, you know, what, what are we doing? Are we, are we, are we separating? Are we moving on? Are we, are we getting together? What have you thought about? Um, and she said, well, you know, I'm still kind of, you know, you know what? Don't even worry about it. I'll make the decision for you. Because what you have to do sometimes is put people to the fire and say, okay, i make the decision for you. Okay, today we're officially broken up. I'm going to put myself out there and start dating. Now, what that means to her is, oh, shoot, if I really love him, I don't want to lose him. But if I'm okay with losing him, then you know what? So be it. And you know that, hey, y'all weren't meant to be together in the first place. So I, I think you have that conversation and you put a timeline on it because in my in my experiences, women are going to take all day long on that space. <laughs> They're going to take forever and you'll sit there and be in limbo for months. Well, now let's not get it twisted because <laughs> some men do the same very, thing. Very, very seldom. Oh, okay. This is where we're going to agree to disagree <laughs> because seldom. some some men... <laughs> And I'm speaking from experience, will keep you on, they'll keep you just enough for you to say, okay, we're still hanging out. While in actuality, he ain't making no decision. But that's when you have your boundaries and your internal timeline. It doesn't have to be an ultimatum, but it's an internal timeline to yourself that says, if this dude don't come correct in the next two weeks, I'm out the door. Done it, been there, had to do it. I get it, but mm-hmm. I think most of the time it's women. And you, and for you guys, it may be internal. For me, especially men, no, look, look, look. Okay, I'm going to give you a few days. Uh, in a few days, we can revisit this. If this is not what you want, all right, I'm out. We're good, okay, and I'll start dating. Because I want her to know what I am going to do. 
So, so there is no misunderstanding that if you see me out with another chick, don't get mad because you put me out there. You allowed me to be out there free. Now, if you don't want me to be out there, then tell me, hey, I don't want you to be out there. Take the ticket. And Buy then, the ticket to the gun show. Yeah, and, then, yeah. and I'm yours. <laughs> but if you put me out there, I'm going to go out there and find somebody else who wants to keep me. Mm-hmm. See, 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 a lot of times, men, we, we like this bucking horse. We like this bucking horse. And, and, and we need a stable to be in. So if you create this stable for me to be in, I'm yours. But at the end of the day, if you open up that that that, that gate and you want me to run out there and buck, guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna run out there and buck until somebody find me and say, hey, come on, come on, we'll put you in this stable because I don't want nobody else to have you. And then the announcer goes, next in the rodeo. <laughs> okay, so, I get it. So yeah. when you so when you talk about space, then you put me out there again. And, I'm a, and, and so you can't get mad when you see me with somebody else. And this is why it's like sands to the hourglass. These are the days of our lives. Right here, folks. Right here. <laughs> right here. Well, it's very interesting. You know, space can mean a lot. And I think in dating, space is a very powerful word. And if you use it incorrectly, it can really damage your relationship. Exactly. So as, I, as, as we close... One thing, you know, I tell you guys is that be open, be honest. If somebody says, hey, I want space, then what you need to do is get clarification. Don't be like me. Get clarification. What does that mean? Does that mean you need a couple of days? Does that mean you need a week? Does that mean you need a month? And once you get the clarification, you set your boundaries and you stick with it. Okay, if it's a week, I'm going to give you a week. And do not move that boundary do not move that timeline give her a week or give him a week and then once that week is up okay if he or he or she still hadn't made up their mind that is their answer because one thing i realized is that even when you don't make up your mind is an answer even when you don't say nothing it's an answer so at the end of the day you sometimes you got to go ahead and say you know what i'm going to make the decision for us and i'm going to move on and I don't think there's nothing wrong with telling them what you're going to do. It's not being cocky. It's not being mean. It's just, hey, if you see me out with somebody else, that's because I decided to move on because you can make up your mind, okay, about me. And that's not necessarily my fault. That is you being indecisive. And that's okay to do. All right. And so, guys, all right, that wraps up our show for today. Thanks for joining us today on Live True. 